Victoriously Anointed Podcast with me, Lynn Stacey. everyone and welcome to the victoriously anointed podcast i'm your host lynn stacy thank you so much for joining me for today's episode hope it's um, a blessing to you and for you if this is your first time joining me here on the victoriously anointed podcast welcome and hello you are always welcome to come and listen and tune in and receive something that the lord has for you uh, whatever is said and welcome back to all of those of you that this is not your first time joining me here on the victoriously anointed podcast you've been here before um so you know that we talk about the word of god and we talk about just different things concerning life and um, different things that we can make applicable to ourselves. I'm dropping things on the floor, but it's okay. I will pick them up in just a second um, as soon as I get ready to um, get on my affirmation. But I just wanted to, guys, welcome here. Um, and I believe that sometimes, you know, there are different questions in the Bibles that we have and why God allows different things. And so I believe this is one of those answers that those questions that need to be answered. So here is today's affirmation. I hope and pray that you guys were able to receive today's affirmation. Um, I just was like, you know what? I let the first affirmation stay on for two weeks. I got to let the second affirmation stay on for two weeks. It's only fair that the affirmation stays on the length of time that it's supposed to stay on. And so hope and pray that you guys know that um, going forward is a blessing. And that's one of the things that um, we're going to talk about a little bit today. The fact that, you know what? Uh, it's going forward was a blessing and that's where blessing is headed is in going forward. And so, um, I mean, today we're going to talk about why would God say yes to Satan, but part of that, um, in order to overcome him is like going forward, um, going forward, um, and letting the relinquishing the past in order to embrace the future. You guys, excuse me. I told you guys, I'm just kind of, uh, a little bit, uh, I lost, I had my, my pages planned out and different things like that. And now I didn't lost them. And so I'm just kind of, uh, trying to find them before I actually have to go into um, the word of God. And um, we're going to talk about this because I believe it's very important. And we find just two very scripture, Jesus specifically, or God specifically, um, because of the um, talking about the Old Testament to ours, where Jesus wasn't revealed in to the New Testament. So I'm saying what God specifically um, was, uh, where, God, where God specifically showed us where Satan had asked about permission about messing with god's people and we find that in the book of job and we find that in the uh, the gospel and i'm in the book of luke um and so we're first going to start with this conversation that um that god and satan are having in heaven and then we're going to go into the book of luke and we find where jesus is um, talking to peter about satan um satan's desires and so here we are in the book of Job, and we know if you know anything about Job, he was an upright man, and so he used to he made uh, intercessions for his children just in case they might sin. So he made intercessions for them every day, offered up a, a, a sacrifice uh, for their sin offerings. Their sin offerings is what um, he did. And so uh, in the book of Job, the first chapter we find in the Old Testament is where it's at. We find that um, there was a, a feast that they were having, and so Job it says for Job said it may be that. My sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did regularly. This is this uh, sin offering that he would do regularly. 
uh, for his children. And so he covered them. He covered them always. It's so important for parents to cover their children. I don't believe that we really understand and recognize why they're still going through their process of ignorance, I would say, and still growing up and still learning and still making mistakes and different things like that. It's so important for us to cover our children. And you really don't know. Uh, we, we find here in the book of Job the power of what it means to cover your children, um, the power of what it means to cover your children, because God wouldn't have allowed Satan to take his kids if his kids weren't covered from the, from the stain of death. And so it's so important for us to also recognize and understand that they were they were heaven prepared. Um, they were heaven prepared. Um, and so uh, um, it's so important for you to recognize that there is a blessing that comes over your children by you praying for them and covering them in prayer. Um, just for, by you praying and covering for them. They get to a point in their own life where they have to decide and different things like that, whether or not they want to follow God. Um, and then they'll be held accountable for their own choices and different things like that when it comes to it. But we see right here in the book of Job where um, God accepted the offerings. You may say, well, that's in the Old Testament and um, they're, they're, that's under the old, uh, old, old covenant and law and different things like that. But I don't think that it changes the fact that uh, we are to cover. Um, we can cover them. We can cover them in prayer. I don't believe that changes not one bit. I'm pretty sure if I can go to the New Testament, I'm pretty sure I'll find some a story in there that could correlate with that. Um, but right now, I'm, I'm not looking for that. Right now, we're looking about this conversation that um, God is having with the devil. And so it says that in the book of First uh, Job, chapter six. Now, there was uh, I mean, in the book of first chapter one, verse six. Uh, now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him and around his household and around all that he has on every side? So pretty much the devil knew that I can't touch Job. I can't mess with Job. I'm not even considering him because I'm not even considering him because God has a hedge around him. And he may have wanted to. He may have desired to get Job, but he knew that God has a hedge around him. I can, he has a protection around him. I just can't get to him when I want to. I want him. I want him. I want him. <laughs> but he couldn't get to him. So it says, you have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. So we find here, and then you keep on reading the story um, about what happened and Job did not curse God. And then we find, you keep on reading where he went back to God um, and asked again. He, this time he wanted to touch Job's body, but he couldn't have, he didn't have the opportunity to kill him. And God allowed it. And he still did not curse God. And so since he couldn't um, get Job through his situation, he tried to use someone that was close to Job. Uh, the closest person to him was his wife. She told him, curse God and die. <laughs> to curse God and die. Three times Job was tempted with the opportunity to curse God um, that, we, that, that we know of. And now uh, the thing about it is he didn't do that. He, he said, the Lord God give it and the Lord God take it away. And so here we find like, why would God allow this to happen? And I find that the, the, the Lord was bragging on Job. He was bragging on Job. It says, then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Meaning that I know that Job is capable of handling you and he's going to teach you a lesson. <laughs> you're trying to teach, you're trying to accuse him to me, but I know what type of man Job is. And I want you, I want you to go and try him because I want to, I want to be, I want to see, I want 
everybody to know I'm going to put his story in the, my story. I want everybody to see the faith that he it took for him to overcome you. And so that he did not do what you were accusing him of. And so <laughs> have you considered my servant, Joe, that there was none like him on the earth of blameless? He, he called Joe blameless. And that's one of the things that we need in order to make it into heaven. Uh, a blameless, to be blameless. If Job can be blameless and he didn't have, they didn't, this was before Jesus when he weren't, wasn't giving out the Holy Ghost. Uh, 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 like he just pours it out on our flesh now. And he was blameless and upright. <laughs> um, and that tells me that we can be blameless and upright with the Holy Ghost. Okay. Uh, with the Holy Ghost. Because uh, 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 we have more help now. We have uh, the helper living on the inside of us. And so it says that uh, Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. Meaning he he don't, we were supposed to, the Lord tells us to shun the very presence of evil, the appearance of evil. And the thing about it is, he said Job shuns evil. Satan is pure evil. And so uh, pretty much he did not give himself over to what the devil was wanting and desiring for him to do, which was to curse God, um, which was to curse God because he, the devil was trying to prove that it's because of what Job had, his position and different things like that. That's the only reason why he's faithful to you, Lord. That's the only reason why he's he fears you. And I'm going to prove to you that that Job is he was presenting his case and and God allowed it because God understood that Job is not going he, he, he God, God understood that Job loves me out of the purity of his heart. He's blameless and an upright man. And so uh, um, that's what you saw. What? Why? Why would God allow this? Because God was uh, making a point um, with His people that you have the I've given you the ability and the power to be able to overcome the devil if you just uh, stay, remain faithful to Me. Don't yield yourself over to His attacks. And we also find uh, don't yield yourself over to His temptations and different things like that. And we find ourselves yielding ourselves over to different things um, that are not of God. It's so necessary and important for us to understand, and realize that uh, we can do what Peter did and return. And so this is what we're going to go into um, the second part, uh, uh, the second uh, where we find where Jesus in the New Testament is talking about, uh, uh, is talking to uh, to Peter. And so we're going to go into the book of um, Luke 22, um, if you want to join me there. And it says, but he said to him, Lord, I am, no, before we get there, Luke 22 and 30, 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as me. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. So Jesus is telling him, he's, he's giving him a word. Satan asked for you. He want to he wanna sift you around. He want to dig you through some stuff. <laughs> he want to take you through some stuff. Now, if you read in the Bible, we don't know what Peter went through. But we do know where Jesus told him that you, um, Satan has desired to sift you. And we saw what um, Satan had uh, did in the Old Testament with Job. We see we got a picture there. But here we don't get a picture of everything that Peter went through. And the thing about it is, but we do get a hint that Peter left God. And the reason why I know that he left God is because it says when you have returned to me, if he wouldn't have had to return if he didn't leave. And so he wouldn't have had to return. And he says, when you have returned to me, when you have gone through this sifting, when you have when, I, when you have pretty much you, you, you've been given you, you were given over to Satan for a little while. Uh, 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 you were given over to him for a little while for him to be have this pleasure with you. But the thing about it, I pray that your faith for you not meaning that I need you in the midst of this, um, even though he thinks he got you. And even though he may think he has you in his grip, it's going to be your faith that's going to pull you 
through? Have you ever been through anything in your life where the only thing you had to keep you was the faith in God that he would pull you through? And we know that uh, Peter's faith pulled him through because we find him triumphant um, and we find where he has written um, the uh, books of the Bible and different things like that. We find him triumphant. We find where if you're reading the book of Acts, his shadow, uh, people would walk through his shadow and they would be healed. We find him triumphant. So it tells me right here, we don't know what Peter went through. We don't know what he endured. We know that God had him hidden because, because we don't know exactly what the sifting was like, but we can find him over in first Peter where he talks a little bit and second Peter, a little bit about, you know, the, the, what he learned from this testing, what he learned from it. And we know that he learned from um, just the different things that he went through because of how he speaks in the books, how he speaks in it. It says, uh, grace and peace be multiplied unto you. We can kind of, people will people go through different things. They learn and they grow different things and they know how to be able to communicate with people and different things like that. And so I believe that some of that, what he wrote is based on the different things that he had to endure. His faith had to pull him through. This is why it's so important for us to walk by faith and not by sight. So we find here, it says, when you have returned to me, meaning that after you have returned to me, I need you to go and strengthen your brethren. Now, why would he tell them to go? Why would he tell him to go and strengthen his brethren after you have returned? Meaning that after I've taken you through and I've allowed Satan to use, I've allowed you Satan as a tool to be able to test you in order to strengthen and increase your faith. See, in this, it, Peter's faith, faith was being increased uh, because it, you know how sometimes, you know, you go through different things, but sometimes things aren't exercised. And so in this particular sifting, his faith had to be exercised and it was a thing that was going to pull him through because I'm pretty sure he went through some rough stuff. And so it tells him to strengthen his brethren. When you have gone through all of this, go back and, and get my people and strengthen your brethren, those that are connected to you. Now, I imagine that the reason why the Lord told him to strengthen uh, his brethren is simply for the fact that they were going to go through too. I don't know exactly if they had to go through the same amount of sifting as Peter did. I don't know exactly what they had to go through, I don't, but they were going to face everybody face storms. They were going to face some storms. And Peter, because of what you went through, you're going to be able to tell them how to overcome. They're going to be they're going to have to face um, some battles with the enemy. And because of what you went through, you're going to be able to know how to strengthen them and how to empower them. I'm allowing you to go through because you got to understand about thing about Peter. Peter was the one that had the keys to loose and to bind. He was the one that Jesus left the keys with in order to establish the church. And so he had to go through and be able to, you got to care. You're going to be the one to carry on my ministry. Uh, do, you, do you know how powerful that is? Jesus leaving his ministry uh, first start with all the disciples. But the thing about it is he gave Peter the keys. <laughs> he gave Peter the keys. And he says, uh, uh, thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. I will build my church. Upon this rock, I will build my church. That rock is Jesus. Y'all, he had the keys. And so he had to go through this and, and, and Jesus pointed it out. And then when you have been converted, go, go back and I need you to come back and I need you to strengthen. Because you're not just going to go through this uh, process. You're not just going to go through this process and not be able to gain nothing from it. You're not going to go through this process and not learn anything. You're not going to go through this process and not gain the necessary faith so that next time you'll be able to walk on the water because I'm not I'm going to be there. But my physical presence may not be there, but you're, you're, you're going to be able to gain some things that you didn't get before. And so it's so important for us to understand and recognize and realize that sometimes God says yes to Satan concerning you because he thinks so much of you because he knows what he put in you. 
And he knows that he knows that what kind of fight you have in you. And sometimes we need to be able to see what type of fight we have in us. Because sometimes we'll go through different things in our lives and it feels like, Lord God, I don't know if I'm going to make it this. And sometimes it's that very thing that we feel like is putting all that pressure on us, that's putting all that weight on us, that feel like it's breaking us down. It's that very thing that helps to encourage, it's that, that encouraged and the increase in those spiritual muscles. Because we're going to need faith. Do you not know faith? It was the, the, the faith is the shield that blocks the fiery darts of the enemy. So I'm going to take you, I'm going to allow you to go through this sifting with the devil, with the prince of the power of the air. I'm going to allow you to go through this sifting with him so that your faith can be able to increase and grow. And when you have returned to me, meaning when you have overcome him, come back and strengthen your brethren. Can you imagine the faith had when the devil started throwing those fiery darts and boom, he couldn't take, he couldn't take out Peter. I've been through with you. I've overcame you. I know your weak areas. I know how to take you down. I know how to take you out. You will not get my faith because I recognize and I realize who I am in God. It's a beautiful thing. Man, I'm telling you right now, it's 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 hard going through a testing season. It, it's hard to have to battle an enemy that's really stronger than you. And the only power that you have is the power of God in order to defeat his power. And so it's so important. 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 It's so important for you to understand and recognize that wherever you are at in life, because sometimes testing seasons do come, especially when you're part of the body of Christ. When you go through in life, it's about Jesus. He's going to be the one to help pull you through. That's why you have to remain in faith. Remain in faith. Remain in faith. Don't let your faith go. Don't let your faith drop. I don't care what you're experiencing. I don't care what you're going through. If Peter can make it through it, you can make it through it too. If Job can make it through it, you can make it through it too. If his brethren can make it through it, you can make it through it too. After he didn't um, pour it into them, uh, after he didn't pour it into him, them after he didn't gone through his struggle, you can make it through too. I was talking about struggle earlier. I'm just kind of like struggle. In order for anointing to be produced, to break yokes, there has to be a struggle. Sometimes there's crushing in order for oil to flow. It's not easy sometimes. But when it begins, when it produces, when the chastening, when the discipline produces the peace, able fruit of righteousness as spoken in by the word. It produces the beauty of God that flows through and the world can see it. That's what the devil wants to block is the beauty of God that's going to flow through you. And you can't allow it. I'm going to hold on to my faith because I know who I am. I know I belong to God. And I don't care how many times the devil tries to attack. I got my shield up. I got my shield up. I got my armor on. And I'm going to make it through. Amen. So why would he allow? Why would he say yes? Why would he allow it? Why would he allow it? So you can teach the devil a lesson on behalf of God. And remember, though, I'll say that in this way. I'll say that in this way. It's the Lord that fights the battle for you. 
It's your ability to allow him to fight it for you that that allows you to win. I'm going to say that again. The Lord fights the battle for you. And it's in your ability to allow him to fight it for you that you win. Meaning, sometimes I have to admit that, God, my faith has, my strength is failing me. I need you to strengthen me. I need to operate off of your strength. Lord God, I don't understand. I'm a little confused. I'm going to give that to you. Can you provide me with clarity? Be I mean, humble. Because I'm going to tell you something, the devil will present pride to you. Yeah, you'll be you'll be in your foolery and being, being full of him and be using pride so that you won't ask for the help that you need. Because he knows that if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and ask for help and be sincere in it, that's going to cause problems for him. And he can't operate through you like he wants to. <laughs> he wants a, he needs a vessel. He wants a body to operate through. Don't let him operate right through yours. Don't let yours be the one he operates through. Don't let yours be the one he wins through. As I was reading this text and different things like that, I, it occurred to me that um, both Judas and Peter walk with Jesus. Both Judas and Peter had a, a thing with the Judas. Uh, he he was uh, tempted. He was tempted by Satan. He was, Satan had entered into him, and Peter was sifted by him. And the thing that made them different were their actions, and the purpose of why they were going through. Judas was more along the lines of temptation, and he allowed he yielded himself over to that temptation, money money this is why it's so important that's why the lord tells you you can't serve both mammon and him you can't serve both peter he went through not because of uh not because of temptation reasons but he went through because he was the one that had the keys he was the one of the three that had the, that saw the transfiguration he was the one that walked on water he was the one that had the deepest relationship with Jesus, it seems like, on earth. Out of all the disciples, it was Peter. You're the closest one to him. So if I can get you, you're the one that, that God has given the keys to help to establish the church. So if I can get you, but he couldn't get him. He didn't get him. And it's such a blessing to know that we serve such an awesome God that is willing to pull you through. His angels are encamped round about us. <laughs> the Holy Ghost sent as the helper. So we're, we're all on the inside filled with him. And heaven is surrounding us, the angels. Yeah. And then we have this, this shield of faith, the armor, the armor of God. The armor of God, our, our, our loins girt about with the truth. In the book of Galatians or Ephesians, one of those books. To fight with. I do hope and pray that as you go forward, recognize we are living in the end times. And living in the end times, different. there's going to be a, a great fall in the way. Everybody ain't going to make it into the boat. Don't you be one of the ones that miss. One thing about it, if you're unsure 
whether or not, you know, the thing with truth, I'm going to say this big because it's coming to me. If you if you are unsure about if something fits your personality or not, pray about it. Ask God to reveal it to you and he will show you yourself if you're sincere about it. And he knows when to show you yourself. And when you receive the truth, it's up to you whether or not you want to change. There was something that uh, in my old relationships, some he kept saying something. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe I do that. I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't believe I do that. I began to. That was a prayer. I prayed. I've always been prayer has always been something with me. And I ended up working at a, a, a convenience store like a Walgreens. I ended up working there. And boy, there was a point in time where God just kept showing me this same thing over and over. Be like, you don't want you this, this. And I was when I began to see myself, boy, I, it, it, it cut me. It, I said, now I see what he's talking about. It started cutting me in my heart. I couldn't barely take it. I was like, because I, I knew it was God. I knew it was. <laughs> I knew it was. That truth would cut, but it heals. I saw me. This imperfection, I saw me. I ran away from it too. But I received truth in order to grow and get better. Loins girt about with truth. Be willing to receive it no matter how much it hurts. Because if you want to grow and you want to do better and you want to become a better version of yourself, that's what it's going to take. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you're working out. There is none greater than you. There is none more mightier than you, Father God. We ask, Lord God, that you would just increase our faith, Father God. Lord God, where the enemy has tried to just devour us, Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you would just give us 10 times blessing, Father God. We ask, Lord God, that you would just help us, Lord God, through it. We ask that you would just give us exactly what, it, what we need, Father God, and fill us up with good things. Lord God, we recognize you as the, the author and the finisher of our faith, Father God, and it's you, Lord God, that gives us the power to overcome. Thank you for giving us that power on today. Thank you for helping us through the struggle, Lord God. And thank you for transitioning us into blessing. You are the great father and there is none like you in all the earth. We bless you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that you would go forward and be, be blessed. Be blessed. I love to sing, y'all. Be blessed. Love you. Hello, everyone. This is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If it's been a blessing to you, remember to like, subscribe, and share the page. You can follow me at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook.